0: All right, what's up, guys? What you—none of you have asked for, but what you're getting anyways. Uh, we have uh, with me. I have Mac Farrell, um, Alex Rop, and Jake Allen, and we're going to uh, diagnose the 2020 Smur Churchman Fantasy Football League Draft. So this ought to be uh, entertaining. Uh, Mac, uh, you're right here next to me, so I'll ask you first. How do you feel about your draft this year? Um,
1: I feel good. I, I, you know, I like the guys I got. Um. Yeah, you know, still a lot of work left to be done. You know, got to put the reps in, but we we got a good base to go off.
0: All right, Alex, uh, your thoughts on your team this year, the, the reigning champ, Alex Roth? Boo. Yes, 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 Boom. I think my team
2: has. Uh, I think I drafted really well this year. Had a lot of so good star too. players up front. Well, when you win the most, you just you got to be that way. Oh, just, I mean, it's Jake. just how it is. So Not Jake championships. Are, oh, okay. Just I week to week. <laughs> just week <laughs>
0: to week dominance. No, Jake, you don't. Do. You're talking between the lines, you also do. You're talking. So no. All right, Jake. How do you feel about your
3: team? Uh, pretty good. I'm looking forward to getting the guys to camp, and <laughs> I had to take something new into account this year. I had to make sure that I, these are guys that can follow the rules and follow <laughs> I protocols so that they can stay healthy and stay out of my two IR slots.
2: It is funny how Josh Gordon's still on. I mean, you can have him. Okay. All right. Hold
1: on real quick. Before we get into this, uh, Jake, did you make any roster moves since we have been finished with the draft? Because on the uh, ESPN (laughs) final standing projection – he started off as number two behind Neil Honey, and he has dropped six spots now to eight.
0: He dropped somebody.
1: He dropped way down, and everybody else just went up one. So I didn't know if you
3: you accidentally... He put in a I, bit. I put a few guys on the watch list, but maybe, but <laughs> he, I, he put well. Christian
0: McCaffrey on there. I guess <laughs> since they didn't get him, they're like, oh, he's not that good anymore. Yeah.
3: I haven't made any official moves, so maybe, uh, maybe they see me going in a bad direction. We don't, yeah, we, don't, we don't
0: care about the ESPN projections. We care about Michael Harbour's well, power rankings I, going into week one. <laughs> I, we want them. Obviously, we, want them now.
1: Obviously we care about that. But I'm sure Neil Honey cares about being number one and mm-hmm. something. You know, it's been a while for him.
0: <laughs> all right,
1: yeah, so, All, all love of Neil. Is.
0: All right, so <laughs> right first first round, we got uh, C-Mac going number one. Uh, Mike had his mask on. I don't think I could anyone could see the C-Mac on it, but it was a nice touch. It um, was, it was very, very so so nice. Bar- Barkley number two, Zeke number three back up to two now.
3: <laughs> it was because I moved my defensive player in onto oh. the bench.
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to be very good if you play with ten. All right. Derek Henry at four, Edwards at five, Dalvin Cook at six, Kamara at seven, Thomas at eight, Joe Mixon at nine, and Josh Jacobs rounds out round number one at ten. Anything stand out to y'all or anything you liked, didn't like from this round, either personally or someone else did?
2: One time, Max selects is just—it it always there's a bad feeling. For
1: it. <laughs> yeah, because you know it means doom for the rest of the league.
0: <laughs> he got his guy. That's for sure. No,
1: I'm I'm just you know happy that Mahomes and Lamar didn't go in the first round. I was kind of suspecting that Michael would would take a shot on Lamar or something in the first. You know.
0: I, I'll tell you what. I said the pick I really like was Richard getting Michael Thomas at eight. I was thinking at Michael Thomas at six, but I really just with, uh, the running backs that I had been seeing myself take and mocks, I really wanted a solid top five running back. So Dalvin cook was the pick there. I think if Jake had gone Dalvin cook, I'd probably have taken Clyde Edwards Hilaire there. Um, and then Joe Mixon, obviously like when you're at the end, like Michael is like, it doesn't really matter when you take them because you're just trying to make sure you get your guys. But, uh, yeah, I like your Miles Sanders and Josh Jacobs picks better than his Joe Mixon pick. But uh, oh. yeah. <laughs> you hear
1: that, Michael?
0: <laughs> you're, you're just you're just comparing. Like you're just picking and choosing there. Like yeah, it's not like he, he it's not like he reached so bad. And he got Devontae Adams in the second, so I feel like he's gotta be pretty happy.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's obviously some risk with Miles Sanders too. You know, they've had a lot of injury in the offensive line, and um, you know he's already picked up the injury in training camp. So. But, you know, if he stays healthy and more people go down, that's going to force him to have a higher target share in the offense. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. It could either, be good.
2: Either one of your backs uh, worked on pass catching?
1: Oh, yeah. This the best pass season. catcher's in the league. Oh, okay. Right. All right. You uh, hadn't heard. No. Uh, all
0: right, Alex, <laughs> so you went Derrick Henry at four. Um. Was there a certain thought process behind that? Were you thinking of Kamara, and then all the Kamara stuff's changed? Like, or was it, like, did you like Henry from that spot? Pretty much from as soon as you knew from, you were getting number four.
2: From the get go, yeah. Um, he had worked a lot with pass catching this off season. Dedicated to his team. It, it was also kind of a just to, to get him to make sure that I was rooting for people uh, on the home team, you know? and. As you can see from later on in the draft, I, I kind of got all of them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you don't have to worry about
1: rooting for the Titans yeah. and losing the fantasy. Not at all. Yeah. yeah.
0: All right, Jake, so you went Clyde to Lair, the rookie running back out of Kansas City. Uh, what were your thoughts? Like, I know, did you, was Kamara a consideration and then you changed yeah. from the past few days?
3: Yeah, it was – I was really looking Kamara and maybe Cook and then – if this had happened two weeks ago, what I was saying is I would have taken Kamara there. But, I don't know, I'm just thinking Edwards-Alaire, there's nothing but good buzz coming from there. And you think Kansas City offense yeah. is amazing. And
0: so... First what, Bunker, baby! <laughs> yeah. So, I thought that would suit my needs. All right, so, um, any thoughts on Michael Thomas there? Or was it pretty much you knew you wanted a running back? Yeah, I'm... I thought about it, but not
3: long and hard because I knew they were going to be good enough receivers and the running backs are going to drop off after the first, really, two rounds pretty heavily. The receivers, you can still keep getting good receivers later, so.
0: Alright, so we're going to go into round two. Round two, uh, Matt comes back around picks Miles Sanders. Michael Picks, Devontae Adams, Richard goes Patrick Mahomes. And then we see Nick Chubb, Kenyon Drake, Kent, Austin Eckler, Aaron Jones, DeAndre Hopkins, Julio Jones, and Chris Carson round out the second round. So, uh, yeah, Max said he's proud first round. Then the quarterbacks went, but Rich is pretty quick. Gets Patrick Mahomes in the second. What are our what are our thoughts on on that?
1: I mean, if you want Mahomes and you're in Richard's situation, he's not going to come back to you at third. So, yeah, I mean, if you really want him, you, you kind of have to go out and get him and just see whatever you can get coming back to you in the third. Um, the pick that I really was impressed with here was Mike taking Chris Carson at the end of the second because I think Chris Carson is kind of the last player that you can really believe in um, that's coming back into an offense that he's been in before you know, David Johnson, Todd Gurley are both two running backs that went behind Chris Carson. They're both in different situations, and it's a you know shortened off season, so you don't necessarily have a lot of uh, confidence. yeah confidence in what they're going to do this year. So I thought that was a really great pick from Mike.
0: All right, so uh,
1: Alex,
2: Jake, any thoughts on the second round picks? Nick Chubb kind of stood out to me. From I know. Tyler yeah, him. I know he's I know he was supposed to go second round, but it
0: I don't know. I was, It seems like there were better running backs available before him. Right. There's just
2: me. there's not a lot of passing opportunity with him. Um that obviously always or goes to Kareem Hunt. Yeah. And then basically whenever Hunt started last year or whenever he was in the game, um Chubb just wasn't as effective. So
0: and I'll tell you th- through two rounds. Uh, if you're just looking at your first two round draft picks, uh, Neil's got Saquon Barkley and Julio Jones, two guys that could easily be number one in their positions, and yeah. uh, so he, he has a f- good first two rounds. Jake, uh, so you went Austin Eckler, and I was—I told you I was kind of debating Eckler and Drake. Uh, who are you looking at at, at that uh, second or that sixth pick there in the second round? Uh,
3: yeah, it was between Drake and. Eckler and I just thought I was looking at what they did last year and I just Eckler, you know, was pretty dominant and he had Melvin Gordon looming around and now he doesn't. So
2: you just got to worry about Justin Jackson. Yeah. Justin Jackson and Joshua <laughs> There's Jackson. always going to be another guy behind them. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <but laughs> I think he's he's going to be solid enough, but I was just impressed not with any particular pick, but just overall, I think we're all getting pretty Experience because there's a whole lot less picks where everybody just kind of looks around and is like, whoa, that was a reach. You
0: mean uh, there's no Calvin Johnson's going in the second round anymore? Yeah, that's what I mean.
3: <laughs> you can't, you used to be able to bank on some of these guys in this league to make some dumb picks and have guys fall to you, but you can't really rely on that anymore. And All I like that because that makes, I mean, it's just
0: more competitive. Yeah, so uh, you make really good points there. Uh, <laughs> it has definitely gotten more competitive. The draft has gotten a little cleaner. Uh, third round, we see Tyreek Hill go, Travis Kelsey, David Johnson, Todd Gurley, Chris Godwin, DJ Moore, Adam Thielen, Mike Evans, George Kittle, and Amari Cooper. Um, no real surprises here. Um, y'all have any thoughts on any of those picks?
1: Um, I don't. I mean, I kind of saw a lot of these players going off in the third round. Um, nothing that really surprised me. Um, I can say that I didn't expect Kenny Galladay to make it to the out point. of the third. Yeah, I yeah. I didn't think Mike Evans would be selected in the third. I didn't think Adam
0: Thielen was a surprise for me.
1: Yeah, I thought Adam Thielen could have gone in the fourth, but I I was expecting Lamar to go, and so when. I was at the 3-4 turn with Lamar there. That was a big issue for me, but I really liked the upside of Amari Cooper. Um, When he was healthy last year, he was one of the top fantasy wide receivers, and Kenny Galladay, when he had Matthew Stafford, was one of the top uh, fantasy wide receivers. So I just saw the opportunity to get both of them and decided to take it and just choose a, late round quarterback that i could pick which i ended up getting drew Brees, who i'm happy with i don't think he's gonna have anywhere near the kind of value that lamar jackson will have but i I like having the the strong wide receivers in a year where you know a wide receiver could go down and you have to have multiple to really carry the team through i feel good about getting those two guys there all right jake any
0: thoughts on the third round for you so you take Chris Godwin, which I said, like, the third round, me and Jake could have basically just traded teams and I would have been perfectly fine with. Because Chris Godwin was a guy I was getting in a lot of mock drafts. Um, So, like, any thoughts as far as other teams or reasons you like Chris Godwin there?
3: Yeah, I think Godwin being a little bit more of a slot guy with Brady coming to town, it just seems like a recipe for success, especially because he was already good with, blind Jameis, so (laughs) I think Tom Brady's just going to make his stock rise, and I'll take that as a wide receiver one in third round. I'm pretty happy with that pick, but I thought that Gurley and David Johnson went a little earlier, but I guess at that point, the running backs have been pretty much wiped.
0: So you had to Start. Yeah, you at that point, your like all the running backs are risky, and I'm sure Alex is going to come to his defense here about why he went Gurley.
2: Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely, Okay, so you think about Atlanta's offense; they have so many receivers that you know that they're going to leave the box basically open. I know Atlanta's offensive line isn't fantastic, but I think Gurley can really be pushing for a lot of yardage this year because uh, I was looking at their with their offensive coordinator and head coach are saying, and they're going to try to get them 16 to 25, I think, car- or touches per game. Um, so with that much spread with defensive yeah. players, I figured that was a really good option there. You have a reigning uh, MVP candidate there. Um,
3: so yeah. I figured it was it was a good bet right there. I was I mean, more surprised by Johnson than Gurley, but I, I, I was, I was like, a good defense, use. Me a bit I before. like I like
0: Todd Gurley better than David Johnson, but I think it's also just because, one I think he's better, and two like, his offense is I think better, and I think he's a little less likely to get injured. But both of them are yeah injury prone. That's, so
1: that's the sure. the thing about both of those running backs is that they've dealt with injury recently, and it's been a while since we've seen them at their top form. But they're both in pretty good situations where. Um, a lot of targets have been vacated. Um, in Houston, you obviously have Hopkins gone, Atlanta, you've got Hooper gone. So there's a lot of room for these running backs to get a lot of catches. And so I think that's where the value is for them in that third round.
0: All right. So now we're in the fourth round. This is where things get a little bit interesting here. Um, Lamar Jackson goes right after Mac takes Kenny Galladay, then we see some of the uh, other running backs that we talked about being a little more risky, James Conner. Then we get Deshaun Watson is taken, uh, Robert Woods, Allen Robinson, A.J. Brown, Odell Beckham, Melvin Gordon, and Marquise Brown. So uh, what are we thinking as far as like what stands out, either good or bad, in this round?
2: Really Mike's turn. He was talking about it before making his selection. <laughs>
0: yeah. I said, yeah, we're not to the fifth round yet, but that's definitely going to be one of the more interesting picks.
2: Well, that, yeah, that, that fourth round with Marquise Brown, There's definitely a lot of upside, yes. especially with uh, Lamar, you know, uh, having a lot of people in the box just for him. Yeah. And Marquise put on 20 pounds this off season, so I
1: think he's going to be a lot sturdier. Um, and apparently the last half of the year he was playing with a uh, – with um, screws in his foot. So, he was managing that pain while still trying to go out and play. And, I mean, he still had a fantastic season. So, I mean, I could see him breaking out and being like a back-end wide receiver one this year. And Higby, the Higby pick, I mean, like, We're not there yet. We're not well, there well, yet. We'll yeah, we will we'll get. the turn already. Me, yeah, yeah. We haven't it. even
0: talked... So, I want to talk about... I would like to get... to no, go,
1: go back to some of the fourth round.
0: I, I, I just wanted to hit it while I was there. <laughs> yeah, well, we got to do this baby round by round, baby. Oh, you can't go oh, into the... Dip your toes in the okay. fifth and then come back in the fourth. You
1: know, we got to... Smooth through this, are you trying to hold
0: us hostage? All know. right, well, I'm, I'm just trying to say in the fourth round, I'm, I'm proud of. I mean, if you could have told me I could have got Lamar Jackson in the fourth, I'd be very happy with that. So I think Michael getting Lamar Jackson there is very nice. Um, it's the of the draft. Odell, be- Odell Beckham going in the fourth, uh, I mean, you could buy his bounce back, but I feel like there was still better receivers there. Um, but uh, I was like, I'm, I'm very, I'm very happy. I got Robert Woods. Um, he'd been someone that had been on my list for a while. Mac talked about getting Kenny G in the fourth. I think you're getting a nice top ten wide receiver in the fourth round. That's a very nice, uh, very nice deal. That's
2: who I was going for. When yeah. I had
0: Mac took him, I was definitely- Melvin Gordon in the fourth. Again, we're talking about running backs that have carry a lot of risk. But I mean, like, like Mac said, we're in guys with new situations. Uh, this guy, it's not like he tear, tore it up with the Chargers, so, for his last season, so, um, a lot of things there. So, any other comments on the fourth round, or are we just ready to get to this Higby pick? Oh, Higby. Higby. <laughs> Higby. Alex, did you Okay, have no,
2: no, the people have spoken. Okay.
0: <laughs> All right. So, we're in round five, and we start off with the aforementioned Tyler Higby pick. Yeah, then, Higby. Then we go uh, Juju Smith schuster Jonathan Taylor, DK Metcalf, Keenan Allen. DJ Chark, Tyler Lockett, Leonard Fournette, Le'Veon Bell, and Calvin Ridley. So, you Tyler Higbee people that really want to talk, <laughs> let's let's break it down. Well,
1: what? I, want to, I want to start off by saying the most surprising pick in this round is, is Leonard Fournette. It's not Tyler Higbee. Okay. Because,
0: uh, I would argue against that, but go ahead.
1: Uh, well, you know, Tyler Higbee, the Rams have been running a lot of 12 personnel. It works a lot better for their system because... Their offensive line is not what it used to be. And having two tight ends to be able to help block and and help Jared Goff ease off some pressure, it's what really got them rolling last year when the offense wasn't working in the first half of the year. So I do see the potential upside for Higby.
0: If you think he's going to be a top-five tight end, then I guess it is a, not a bad spot to pick him. Yeah. But with Zach Ertz still out there and Darren Waller still out there, I just – I,
1: I mean, he does have to wait 19 picks mm-hmm. for him to come back. I think I don't necessarily think that anybody was looking to get him in the fifth or sixth rounds, so I think he could have waited. Yeah. But, you know, if you have a, a strong feeling about a guy and you think that this is his year, you kind of have to do it. That's something you really
3: have to take into account when you're picking on the ends is you can't just think about, oh, the next. You can't just look at the top five guys on your board and be like, choosing from them because you really need to look at about the next 20 guys and make sure the guys that you're wanting are still going to be there if you're really high on them. Yeah. Alex, so you
0: anything, anything for, bad for you for this?
3: Uh,
2: we So Mike uh, talked with us kind of about this and he brought up the 12 personnel and I think that's fantastic. Uh, you also got to think about Gerald Everett because whenever he was on the field last year, um, Higby did not play the same. Now, uh, Higby may have also gotten a lot better with the coaches and the other players in the locker room. I'm not sure, uh, but Gerald Everett, Everett is uh, definitely looking to take away a lot of those targets. Am I the only one who feels like the Leonard Fournette pick was the, the biggest shock in this round? I, I think it. To see Higby.
1: I think
0: it. I think it was a reach. But I mean, if you think he's going to get. The bulk of the carries there, then like, I, I I mean he's playing on an offense that's supposed to be pretty good, so.
1: I mean, I guess I guess there's upside there, but I feel like people are either really high on
3: Fournette or they're really low on Fournette, yeah, and it, if you're high on him, I could see. With Le'Veon there. Bell
1: going one kick after, I would just think that kind of the security of the money that was spent on Le'Veon Bell in New York.
3: I like – I personally, I like the risk-reward. I would, in that same situation between those two, I would take Fournette just personally.
1: Yeah. I mean, if you're swinging for the fences, Fournette's the guy. If you want somebody who you feel a little safer with, it's probably Bell. Yeah. It's just how you want to construct
3: your team, so. Yeah. We'll have to wait and see. But a lot of times you'll see whoever wins the championship or at least – Someone who makes a championship is going to have just a baller yeah, or two, like, and you gotta, you do sometimes just have to swing for the fences. Yeah, yeah, it's
1: like Alex with Chris Godwin in the fourth last year. Like you, you have to get guys in these middle rounds that really take the the big step to really give you some good value there.
0: All right, so we ready to move on to round six. All right, so round six, we, I think pretty good picks all around, to be honest. Uh, Mac opens it up with Antonio Gibson. There was a little bit of chatter about that um, in the draft room whenever that happened. Uh, Stephon Diggs, Cooper Cup, Terry McLaurin, Mark Ingram, Jarvis Landry, T.Y. Hilton, Mark Andrews, Cam Akers, and Devin Singletary finish out the sixth round. So what uh, what stands out to us uh, here? I like to
3: because I was probably going to take him.
0: I, I really wanted him, and I was thinking about going receiver there, but I was like, you know what, I really want a solid RB3, so I went Ingram there just because, I mean, do I expect him to be as good as he was last year? No, but do I expect yeah. him to still get a lot of volume? To be yes. worth a
3: six-round pick? Yes. Yeah, I'm with you, and I wanted to go running back there, but he was the one I wanted, and I, I'm never – I very rarely just single in on a position if like I think if I need a running back, that's fine. But if I see receivers that are going to be way better and probably have a better chance of starting, I'm probably going to go there. So that's why I switched over to Landry, but I did want Mark Ingram there.
0: All right, uh, Mac, Alex, any thoughts on anything in the – I think Cooper Cup in the sixth round is an absolute steal. That's a yeah, guy that could be a wide yep. receiver ten. The reason the reason I kinda of stepped away from him was just because I already had Robert Woods, but Cooper Cup in the sixth is a very nice pick.
1: Agreed. I, I do agree. I think this was another, you know, solid round from everybody. Everybody got players that are good values at this point in the draft. Um, honestly, you know, my my draft pick is the biggest question mark out of this with antonio gibson but i just i haven't been on my other leagues and i think he's got the skill set to really be a big player in washington and uh there's been a lot of talk in the offseason about uh trying to find somebody for uh ron rivera who's like christian mccaffrey and um adrian peterson when he was released from the Redskins or the washington football team excuse me um They, uh, he actually said that they had made it pretty obvious that they brought Antonio Gibson in to be a guy like Christian McCaffrey, and so when I heard that, that's why I really reached for him in the sixth because I didn't, I knew that he probably wouldn't get back to me um, at the end of the seventh, and so I knew that this was the point I had to take him. But you know, it could be a bust pick, could be a, a boom pick. We'll just have
2: to wait and see. All right,
1: Alex, any
0: thoughts on anything in the sixth round?
2: Uh I hate to go back at at Mike, but Devin Singletary, I'm still confused why people pick him early. So, what like Well, what, he had a really good he, he had a really pick?
0: strong end of the year last year, and I had him in a league, but then I released him because Frank Gore was getting all the carries, and then at the end of the year I was able to pick him back up in that league, and he did really well, but I mean, they just drafted Zach Moss pretty high, so you would think that they don't have that much confidence in him yeah. or he's going to share the workload. That so I, I understand your skepticism of that pick. But then you look at other running backs that are out, like yeah, there's there's not a whole lot to choose from. I get Mostert in, those, Hunt, in the seventh and Kareem Hunt and DeAndre Swift, but <laughs> but we got to uh, – I mean, we're talking about uh, like – the other running back that went before him was Cam Akers. I don't mind that pick. It's an like upside take like Max, but there's not a whole lot of superstar running backs at this level. But, yeah, I, uh, I, I kind of like the, the Cam uh, Akers pick just because, you know, if you think the Rams offense is going to get back to where it was, that's good. And he could be the guy. But there's also – it could be Malcolm Brown. It could be um, about a million different people there. So, that could definitely be it. I love the Terry McLaurin pick. Um,
1: I do. I was kind of really optimistic that somehow McLaurin would come back to me. Um,
2: Didn't make it too far. <laughs> yeah, no. And, and,
1: and I guess I don't need that much of a... I guess, what's the word? I, I don't need that many pieces in the Washington offense. No, you don't need that many. Yeah. you got to divide. Sure. If I've got sure. the running back, I'm not sure I need the wide receiver and...
3: The football team is going to be hot. Yeah. <laughs> You're sitting next to a guy who has about six football. Titans players
0: on his team. So. But don't you know the Titans are the best offense in the league now? Yeah, Titans
1: are much better than
0: Washington. I guess. All right, so I, I like the T.Y. Hilton pick. I like the Mark Andrews pick. I like Jake's Landry pick. Love the uh, Cooper Cup pick. So a lot of good picks here in the sixth, but we are ready to move on to the seventh. Yeah. All right, Jake said he is, and that's what matters. All right, seventh round. Mike starts to talk with Portland Sutton. Then we go Kyler Murray, uh, Devonte Parker, Dak Prescott, Will Fuller, Raheem Mostert, um, J.K. Dobbins, Zach Ertz, DeAndre Swift, and Kareem Hunt. So now we're definitely starting to see uh, running backs. You're taking some flyers, wide receivers. You're taking some wide receiver twos or wide receiver ones. Um, in Devonte Parker's case, um, and we see a tight end go off the board, a few QBs go off the board. So uh, what are our thoughts on this on this uh, round?
2: bring him back up. Mr. Kareem Hunt, the steal. I, I think I was really high on him because if Chubb is out, Kareem is a top five running back. Like, just just no doubt. Agreed. Lines up in the slot, backfield, catching passes. Man, he's, he's an all-around back. Uh, just the fact that I chose three running backs in the first three rounds, kind of, uh, da- or whatever the word is, damped, dampened?
0: Yeah, dampened would be the word. I yeah,
2: think. my uh, chances of selecting him. Uh, to go
1: earlier, though. Yeah, I think. I mean, I think both of the quarterbacks that went in this round were good value for where you're at. I mean, they both have the potential to finish as the number one quarterback. So, you know, if they somehow made a made it down to me at the, the end of the round, I probably would have selected either of them.
0: Um, yeah, I think we go back to what Jake said as far as people not making like. or like, taking picks that they could have gotten a few runs later. Like, if you told me, like I said, Lamar Jackson in the fourth, if you told me that Kyler Murray and Dak Prescott were going to make it to the seventh round, I probably wouldn't have believed you. I probably would have bet against you. Yeah. So, like, the, the value that people were getting on quarterbacks, maybe it's just because we're all worried that running backs and wide receivers are going to get COVID. <laughs> or or they're just going to get hurt more often because they haven't had as much training camp or something. But we definitely created a lot of value at the quarterback position this year because we were so heavy on everything else. But I'm
1: not sure. Sure if Michael Harbor saw the news about Adrian Peterson signing in Detroit or not, but I don't know, Swift. Swift. He's got the
0: talent. He's definitely got the talent. He's
1: got the talent, but he's got two guys that are capable runners right alongside him. And this Detroit backfield has not been valuable
0: no. for
3: fantasy since Barry Sanders. Trust me,
0: trust me. I, I've, I've been drafting carry. I've been drafting carry on for the past two or three years. I, um, J- Jake, what are your thoughts?
3: I yeah. Going back to the Kareem Hunt pick. Out of all the running backs taken in this round, I think I like him the most. Um, just that the hurts my feelings. the upside. <laughs> the upside. Uh, there's a lot. I mean, it might not pan out, but this is also a seventh-round pick, so, yeah. you know, that's a, That's fine. I
0: think he's the guy that you can play in the flex almost every other week, too. Yeah. I yeah, really like I
3: just – I probably would have, again, gone running back, but I saw Will Fuller sitting there, and I kind of got wide receiver happy.
0: Michael Michael had something to say about that pick.
3: And, uh, yeah, I just think with um, – what's his name? Uh, dude, he's gone now.
0: DeAndre Hopkins. Yes, DeAndre
3: Hopkins. Sorry, I was blanking. With him gone, yeah. I don't think he's. I don't think Fuller will take all the catches. But there's definitely even more than he already and, had there. And, and
0: supposedly Will Fuller's healthier than he's ever been going into yep. the season, which you know, the if, thing, he, if he's on the field, he's usually pretty good.
3: That's if what I always see. That's what I always see. They always say that, and it's never <laughs> true. But the thing that really just put me over the edge on it was he's in a contract here, and I just think this could be the year where he at least – he may not play every game, but he's going to be motivated to be out there for his contract. And, I mean, you see what guys do in their contract years. They have their freaking biggest years of their career. So, I just – I think there's
0: some risk, but I think he could end up being a starter for me. The wide receivers that go in this round I really like. Courtland Sutton is probably the wide receiver one in Denver. Um, Devontae Parker is the wide receiver one in Miami. He had a really good year last year. Uh, Will Fuller could definitely, uh, like I said, if he's healthy, he's a guy that you're going to play a lot. Even, um,
1: even Zach Ertz going to
0: Richard in the eighth pick of the seventh mm-hmm. round, I think, you
1: know, with Rager out. And Alshon Jeffrey Alshon out. Alshon Jeffrey out. I mean, Ertz is going to be the number one target there for at least a couple of weeks. And knowing that team, you know, there's going to be guys going down all around <laughs> Zach Ertz all year long. So as long as he can be the last man standing, he could see a ton of targets and be a huge value in the seventh
0: round <laughs> all right so we ready to move on to the eighth all right so in the eighth round mac leads us off with debo samuel then we get tower boyd brandon cooks darren Waller go, goes next then we have michael gallup james white darius leonard the first defensive player taken uh Tariq cohen joyan edelman and then jordan howard So, uh, kind of a muck of a lot of different things happening this round. Uh, (laughs) This is where we hit our drop off. (laughs) Yeah, this is where things start getting interesting. So, what initial thoughts? I'll start. um, I really like Debo Samuel. I've been getting him a lot of different places. Honestly, I mean, this kind of goes back to what Jake said. When you're waiting, when you're about to wait another 19 picks to get your guy, maybe Debo doesn't make it that far. Um, I personally think that he could have, but I understand Mac liking him being the number one receiver there in uh, San Francisco whenever he does come back. Um, but um, if, if it was in my draft position, I probably would have taken, tried seeing if I could get him in the ninth. But like I said, I also get to pick five picks before Mac in the ninth, so I completely understand that. Um,
1: yeah, and the other thing is I know how much you like Devo Samuel. Mm-hmm. And I know how if you see Devo Samuel a couple picks later or, you know, 10 picks later in the ninth round. You have to make round, it through
0: 200 picks. Yeah, you, yeah. Can, you can't be Josh, Jacob, Josh Jacobs again. Yeah,
1: I can't let my guys go. Uh,
0: I also thought the Brandon Cooks pick was kind of a reach. I feel like he could have, Richard could have gotten him in maybe the 10th or so. But,
1: yeah, uh, I, I agree. I mean, I think a lot of people are scared. Um, with his history of concussions this last year. But, I mean, he's got potential there. He's been a 1,000-yard receiver everywhere he goes. Yeah. So.
0: If anyone's used to moving to teams and still doing well, it's Brandon Cooks.
1: Yeah, and, I mean, he's got a stellar quarterback throwing the ball to him, so he could be great.
0: All right, so we're, we're going to ask – me and Mac have been hogging this round. Jake, Cox, what are your thoughts?
2: How about that boy Darius Leonard, though? An absolute unit in the middle of the defense.
0: That's all I gotta say.
3: Okay, I just want to make it known. I am always notorious for picking defensive players.
0: Well, you picked Patrick Wilson like the fifth round, one point.
3: You have to also keep in mind that was when we had two points per tackle, (laughs) one point per half tackle. IDPs were much more valuable valuable than what they are now. But so I just first off, I want to make that point. Um, Second off. Yeah, I mean, right when I pick James White, the very next pick, it goes Alex. I kind of do an oh, crap, because I'm like, this is going to start the IDPs going off the board, (laughs) and there's going to be probably... I was just thinking six, seven out of the they next ten, and it, that didn't happen. No. So I really, was lucky. I really like the James
0: White pick. I was shoot I was shoot negative with the Brandon Cooks, and then not knowing if, if uh, not knowing the value on Debo. But I really like the James White pick.
3: Well, I was, I'm actually a little bit nervous, and there were other receivers I liked, but the last two rounds I gone receivers, and at this point I still only had two yeah. running backs, and I'm like, well, I got to pick somebody eventually, and I was just thinking, everybody's downplaying it because Brady's gone. What if it what if it's fine? I mean, Cam Newton <laughs> yeah. had Christian McCaffrey who he yeah. utilized in that offense. So, it's yeah, but not then like Christian
0: McCaffrey goes I mean, Cam leaves and they have Kyle Allen and Kyle Allen still uses him. Like, if you're talented and you yeah. can catch the ball, they're going to throw sure. it to you. Yeah. Um, so, we'll see, but Yeah, I was like, um, I said uh, we're uh, I'm just trying to remember what I was about to get to. Um yeah, I was like, I made the joke before the draft that me and Mac like so many of the same players that we could basically co-own a team, but after how the draft went, I think there, there wasn't a pick that went by I was like, I really don't like that that pick Jake just made. So uh, me and Jake may be co-owners in the future. Obviously, just kidding, but uh, you can dream. All right, now we're on to the ninth round. Once we get past the tenth round, we'll start going a lot more rapid fire as far as like um going quicker if we go 18 rounds this could this could be uh longer than all the rest of the podcasts i do this year combined 35 minutes in. yeah 35 minutes in so we're we're putting a good chunk Shout into this to
1: the fellows who are still here <laughs> <laughs> the real mvps
0: okay so in the ninth round mike starts us off with good old tom brady and then we get henry ruggs justin jefferson deontay johnson russell wilson chris thompson ronald jones aj green David Montgomery and Jamison Crowder. So, what are our thoughts on the ninth round?
1: A lot of guys who have a lot of opportunity. Um, I commend Hunter for the Chris Thompson pick because I probably would have been looking at him um, here at the turn. Um, also, David Montgomery, also AJ Green, all guys that were on my cue. All got snagged right before I got up there. So gotta love
0: drafting on the turn.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I, chose I it. I'm still confident in the the guys I got there, um, Crowder and Drew Brees in the tenth.
0: Oh, we can't talk about that yet. Oh yeah, I know
1: it's in the
0: it's in the tenth round.
1: We can't go there yet, boys.
0: All right, but yeah, I think I think you hit a lot of good things. Uh, Jake, any thoughts on
3: yours? I like the rookie receiver picks. I think Rugs, Jefferson, C.D. Lamb. Judy.
0: Brian Edwards. <laughs> Jake's just staring See, at Mac. Y'all, if y'all you
3: haven't heard enough about Brian
1: Edwards, apparently.
0: I said, uh, I, the thing is, like, is, like I, I'm complete opposite here. I'm like, I think he could have taken Ruggs, Jefferson, and all of them, like, maybe a round or two later. But, obviously... You see all the picks that go after them. Maybe I was – obviously I was wrong, but.
3: Yeah, I just just think, yeah, like what you just said, I think one of those guys, one of these rookie receivers, I don't know which, but I I knew I wanted one of them. In my other league I got Justin Jefferson, and I was just wanting another one because I think one of them is going to be just amazing. I don't know which, but, I mean, you watch them them play in college. Like, they're
0: all studs. Don't worry, I watch Jerry, Judy, and Henry Ruggs a lot this year. (laughs) I also watched Justin Jefferson a lot this year, and he's very good as well. Um, I really like the Russell Wilson pick. I think if he had come back in the 10th round, I would have gotten him. I like the David Montgomery pick a lot, Um, even though Michael swears up and down he didn't draft CeeDee Lamb. He meant to draft David Montgomery. I like the A.J. Green pick. Um, Ronald Jones I'm a little interested in because Leonard Fournette. Um, But other than that, like Deontay Johnson, I really liked him. He was one of my later round wide receiver targets. Yep. But uh, any thoughts or should we hop into this 10th round? That's hot. Let's hop. Let's yeah, hop. It was just a good round. It was a good round for that the most part. 10th round. Now we get, uh, we're, we're still getting a lot of uh, uh, shots at it. So Mac opens it up with Drew Brees. Then we have Darius Slayton, Marlon Mack, Jalen Smith, Marvin Jones, Jerry Judy, Evan Ingram, Miko Hardman, Emmanuel Sanders, and Sterling Shepard. So what pops out to us on the 10th round?
2: Why was Evan Ingram still there? my question. Because he'll be hurt by week four. <laughs> <laughs> I guess
0: you. I guess that's you think. I guess you think like when you look at the targets. Like Saquon Barkley's the only giant that you're taking in the like we, that's been taken up into this point. So if you don't that's like it, it, it was yeah. Slayton went a little bit before, right. and then uh, strong Shepard goes in that round too. But I don't know. I guess you look at all of it, it. Like you're like either we don't like the targets, or we don't like the quarterback. And some people really like it's Daniel the Jones. For yeah. Uh, Daniel Jones on his own is fine because I think he runs a lot but is he necessarily a guy that I want my receiver to be throwing like my receiver throwing the ball to him maybe not so I guess I guess it's kind of that but I still think you've got really good value on him yeah
1: I was gonna say Evan Ingram in the 10th you know that's it's definitely worth the risk any any year before this he's gone in the 6th and the 7th when people you know are expecting him to be healthy and come out and dominate like we've seen him do so to get him in the 10th it's it's very good value um i think my personal favorite pick which is funny because it's marvin jones from hunter Mm -hmm. um i would have selected him probably at the turn um if i didn't have kenny galladay i didn't really want to stack uh detroit wide receivers but um i think marvin jones is criminally underrated every year um, he has huge game-winning weeks. He'll disappear for some, but, you know, you can count on throwing him into the flex and giving you a shot at being a huge game-changer. So that's my personal favorite this
0: round. All right, Jake, so you said you liked all those rookie wide receivers. You took one yourself with Jerry Judy in the 10th round. Um, was it just you thought he was – did you think he was the best rookie wide receiver and you were glad that he dropped to you, or were you thinking about those other ones? or Really, you- what my
3: plan was with him, like I said, I didn't know who was gonna. I don't know who I like the most, but my plan was when I see him start going off, just grab one real quick, and that's what I did. So, I mean, I think I'm I'm liking Judy being the wide receiver two over C.D. Lamb probably being the three
2: mm-hmm.
3: at that point. Um, so, Rugs, I like Rugs the most, but he seemed to be the First, one to go off for everybody, so I knew that if I wait, that's probably not going to happen. But I just wanted to get one of them. And once you like whether you think you can get them later or earlier, that sometimes there's a lot of emotion. And when people see these rookie receivers start going off, or not just the rookie receivers, like any other position group, like let's say people start picking quarterbacks or people start picking IDPs, it's always like a thought in my head, like, oh, that's there's at least two or three guys sitting here that that light bulb just went off and they were like oh yeah i need to do that
1: it brings it brings that position to the forefront of everybody's mind it's like oh well you know this guy went and i got this guy i really want so let me go get him but
0: and if max seems distracted at any point for the rest of this podcast it's because he's also doing another draft right now
1: Another league here boys you'll witness it live
0: all right so we go to the 11th round we're, this is where we're we'll going to start going a little bit faster we got Lindsay, uh carry on johnson sony michelle bobby wagner zach moss josh allen christian kirk cd lamb blake martinez and corey littleton um anything jump off the page she offered these uh these picks um
1: I think Philip Lindsay has some potential.
0: Um, I like that pick a lot in the 11th.
1: Yeah, I, I think Melvin Gordon has had some issues adjusting to the air in Denver, and he's already come up with a rib injury in training camp. And if anything goes down, we've kind of seen what Philip Lindsay can do there. Um, he's he's just got a good role there that he could step into. Um, Zach Moss, also a good one. Um They've said Singletary's been fumbling a lot in training camp, and if he continues it through the season, Zach Moss might have more opportunities, so I think that's a big um, big little high-upside play there. And then I like Josh Allen at, at quarterback there. He's got the rushing floor that you, you like to see in a quarterback, and um, he's got a really good early season schedule, so he could really help you start out um, on a hot streak and Get you into the playoffs.
0: Anybody else thoughts on the eleventh round? Matt kid about half the guys there. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I like the Philip Lindsay pick a lot. Um, um carry on. I, I I don't know. Like, do you take Adrian Pearson before carry on after just drafting him? Like, I don't know. Maybe the carry on's worth the shot. He's talented. It's just he always gets hurt. Um. Uh, we see Bobby Wagner go. I think you could have probably found a better IDP uh, defensive player there. But I mean, he's 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 he's, he's pretty he's pretty.
1: Hey Rob, <laughs> how, you, how you doing, bud?
0: <laughs> but I mean, he's I mean, I'm doing he, fine from where I'm he's he's pretty con- he's pretty consistent. So that's definitely it. But I'm talking about like it's just like. Um, like you're talking about guys that can really win you weeks from the defensive player position. I don't know if he's the guy, but I think he's the guy where you like you plug him in and you know you're getting like seven or eight points from him every week. The
2: one I think I missed on was Jordan
1: Hicks. That's, that's the one I think I missed on. I, I told Jake Isaiah Simmons is going to
0: dominate that, that linebacker. Well, I, I, liked, I liked Joe Schobert a lot, and he's going to come up in the 12th, so I think he was probably the next best linebacker there.
2: I mean, all the other teams are going to be running on the Jacksonville Jaguars, so...
0: Yeah, (laughs) yeah, 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 he's going to be on the field a lot. Uh, The
3: IDP that stuck out to me was Corey Littleton. That was who I was hoping to get uh, the next
0: round, and he did obviously not. Who? Corey Littleton, I think he's a second year, I I think. I think so, yeah. All right, so now we're on to the 12th. Uh, So, Matt got Joe Schobert, and after getting Corey Littleton... Um, and then we see Preston Williams go in the 12th. I like that pick. Yeah, I like that pick a lot. Um, T.J. Watt, uh, which surprised me. I thought maybe he accidentally picked T.J. Watt after, other than J.J. Watt, but, I mean, T.J. Watt gets hurt. I mean, J.J. Watt gets hurt every year. I just went on a tangent about that. Vaughn Miller, Anthony Miller, Jordan Hicks, Ryan Tannehill, Tremaine Edmonds, Landon Collins, and Shaq Barrett go in the 12th. Any thoughts on this round? Okay,
2: defensive linemen. Why, why are we
0: choosing them? Because they get sacks. If they get sacks, those are nice three points. Or if they get a lot of tackles, because they drop into coverage. But there's not very many defensive linemen that you're gonna want. How
3: about this? All of you guys choose the defensive linemen, That's and nice. I'll keep sticking with the linebackers. Same. Yeah, every year. Or you can find there's probably top five safeties are also Jersey. solid. But outside of that, I'm just sticking with linebackers.
0: Mac, thoughts?
3: Um, I mean. T.J. Watt
1: last year was unreal. He he was getting, like, huge sacks every game. He was very consistent, and he's, like, one of the only edge rushers that I would really um, look at drafting as an IDP. Um, you know, Shaq Barrett can put up big games, um, but... You know, it's just, it's harder to predict the sacks than it is the tackles. Yeah. You can kind of that's get the consistency, press. and that's kind of what you're looking for from the IDP position. Um, you can't really bank on guys getting huge, uh, you know, 15-plus point wink, weeks. But, um, you know, other than that, I thought this round went pretty pretty um,
0: carte blanche. I, I don't know. Anthony I like, I like the Anthony Miller pick. He was one of the guys other than Deontay Johnson that I wanted, so I was happy I could get him. Um, Preston Williams I thought was a really good pick. Joe Schobert, like I said, good pick. Um, Tannehill could be a guy that, I mean, he kind of opens up the season with the tough schedule, but he's a guy that if you hold on to him, I think he could definitely be a guy that you're ending up playing a lot. Um, I like the Landon Collins pick a lot. That was a guy that I was looking at to be my first defensive player. But, um, yeah, other than that, that's about all the thoughts that I've got. Um, any other thoughts on that?
1: No, sir. All
0: right, 13th round we go. Justin Tucker. <laughs> yeah, we, we see our <laughs> first, first kicker taken uh, here. Um, so, Dion Jones goes in the 13th, and we have Justin Tucker, Jamal Adams, uh, Shaq Thompson, Fred Warner, Latavius Murray. Nick Bosa, Duke Johnson, Robbie Anderson, and Ra- Roquan Smith. Yeah. I always want to call him Raycon. Like, like, wasn't there an old brand that was called Raycon? No
1: idea.
0: Yeah, it was Raycon Sports. I used to do the SEC game of the week.
1: Oh, yeah. R-A-Y-C-O-N.
0: The SEC game of the week. The uh, 11 o'clock game, the one that was on, used to be Jefferson Pilot. <laughs>
1: yeah, throw it back okay, Yeah,
0: no one, no one knows what I'm talking about. Jake's just like, yeah, whatever you're saying. <laughs> All right, so what do we think about the 13th round?
3: Um,
1: Another defensive pick. This was linebacker
3: time.
2: Very yeah, a
1: couple of running backs. Hunter got a high upside um, handcuff and Latavius Murray. Um, you know, Michael with the huge flyer on Robbie Anderson.
0: Yeah, I'm not, a, not a, the biggest fan of that considering the receivers that are out there. Yeah,
1: I'm not either. Um, I mean, I guess if you're going for a guy who could blow up, he's got potential, but...
0: The do, Teddy Bridgewater's got Curtis. Like, did Curtis Samuel get picked?
1: No. So, so Christian
0: right McCaffrey. So, so Christian Cur-
1: McCaffrey is gonna dominate. You know. 30% and then, and then DJ, the
0: Moore, and you got DJ shared. Moore, who's very good. <laughs> yeah. And you got Curtis Samuel, who had a lot of hype last year. So Robbie Anderson's the wide receiver three on that team. And he's the, he's the deep target. It, yeah. Does Teddy Bridgewater even throw deep? Not very often. <laughs> yeah, he, he's
1: successful throwing deep when he throws deep, but he has not really thrown.
0: Deep but yeah, I say, like it's you said, I mean you're you're in the thirteenth yeah. round, you can just throw make dart throws, but um I like the Deion Jones pick a lot from Mike. I like the Jamal Adams pick a lot from Ethan. Um, Shaq Thompson I like a lot. Fred Warner I like a lot. There are a lot of good picks I like here other than Neil taking a kicker in the thirteenth round. <laughs> hate, but.
3: hate hate list. That makes my hate list.
0: Yeah. Uh, Duke <laughs> Johnson in the thirteenth round, I really like that pick from Richard. Uh, to get a guy that's a backup for one of the most injury-prone running backs that we see in the league right now. See, I'm
3: just out on Duke Johnson. It said Duke Johnson never
0: gets the carries. I've been
3: in on Duke Johnson so many different years. I've Mm -hmm. had him on my team a few times, and it just never works out the way I think it's going to. So I'm officially out on Duke Johnson. If David
1: Johnson gets hurt, they're calling Devonta Freeman. I mean, yeah. I, I don't it's, see... it's not like
3: they're going to just bump him up and yeah. give him a workhorse role.
1: Yeah, I don't see that happening for Duke. I mean, he could have flex ability in your lineup potentially, but he's just never really had value in fantasy. If, I...
3: if he went to a team like, I don't know, that just any of these teams that really passes to their, their down running back, yeah. you know, they've got that little guy, <laughs> Tampa Bay, <laughs> New England, like – something like a James White role? he could yeah. be a freaking stud. Yeah.
2: Is that what you always kind of, whenever you picked him, that's what you were visualizing
3: uh-huh. Exactly. He's never like the number one running back, but I always thought he could be a guy that could, Get ten touches, catch a lot of passes,
0: and and I, I, I don't want to toot the guy's horn because he's right here next to me. But I think if somebody had like did the best job defense, uh, drafting defensive players, it's probably Mac. You got uh, Joe Schobert, Raekwon, or Ro, Raquan, Raquan Ro, Smith, and then, was that your second defensive player? Or did you take one before that? He
1: was my third. I started with Corey
3: Little.
0: Yeah, so I love all Mac's picks Rayquan. as far as defensive players. Raycon has, has
3: a third. Defensive player, that's
0: pretty dirty. <laughs> <laughs> Raycon. All right, uh, so now we're on to the 14th round. We're starting to move. Max going to take the second kicker with Harrison Butker. Um, Buda Baker goes next. Melvin Ingram, White and Vander Vanderesh, Devin White, Matt Burita, AJ Dillon, Aaron Rodgers, Zach Cunningham, and Tony hey, Pollard go in the 14th. Max talking about his other draft, so uh, people are distracted now. It'll be uh, all right. Fourteenth round. Who? What do we like? What do we not like? Other than Mac taking a, the second kicker in the fourteenth round.
3: I don't like Aaron Rodgers, but I don't know if you had much better choice there. Just like I, I think, think you could have taken wise, Matt Ryan or
0: Matthew Stafford. Fantasy
3: wise, Shh, I think keep he's... Matthew Stafford's sacred.
0: <laughs> but you have don't him, know. don't I'm you? Just... <laughs> yeah, I do.
3: But... I'm just down on him at this point, but yeah. I could be wrong.
1: I, if, if they went out and got him another wide receiver to throw instead to, of a backup I think quarterback, could
3: back. Rogers, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure Rodgers didn't have a great fantasy year last year. He was not a top ten quarterback. Yeah. yeah, So, I mean, it is the 14th round, but I just, I don't know.
0: I love the Zach Cunningham pick by Neil. That was the guy that I wanted. Um,
1: Pollard is a good a uh, good, high-value handcuff. handcuff. A.J. Dillon, um, unseen opportunity there. Maybe um, he could be
0: the goal back. Yes. Um, I select
2: but you, you have running Aaron
1: backs. Jones. You
0: have Aaron Jones, though, I don't you? I select
2: running backs in the first three rounds. I want to make sure I have handcuffs for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, I didn't get Darrington Evans, so you guys can go grab him if you want. Oh, I think oh, we're good. <laughs> I, got, I got Alexander Madison, and I thought that's a pretty dang good backup to have, and the later rounds, which I'm
3: not going to talk about. Especially right now. this year. That's a good yeah. point. Yeah. You know, like, so I, it's going to be a crazy year with guys hitting the COVID list. And there's going to be, well, I'm envisioning there's going to be certain points where you've already got both your IR slots filled. Mm uh-huh. hmm. And you're just gonna have to drop somebody if you wanna keep your stud
0: on your team. I said yeah, and there's gonna be points where you're like, Okay, like yes, I may have to drop one of my top five round or top five round picks, but I gotta have a win this week, so I have to do that, but um yeah, I, was like, I like the Matt Breida pick, too. I think he could be the run, starting running back in Miami, so to get him in the 14th is a nice nice value. Buda Baker, I think, is the best safety. It's RDP-wise, so getting him in the 14th round is good as well. Even uh, if it
1: was Michael Harper's least favorite position to, to draft. Oh, yeah, he doesn't like
0: drafting <laughs> safeties, but he just drafted two but of I'll them. I'll draft a couple. All right, <laughs> 15th round, we see Ben Roethlisberger go off, Levante David, Brandon Ayuk. Uh, will Lutz, I'm about to call him Lutz, Rob Gronkowski, Devin Bush, Daniel Jones, Cleo Mack, Zane Gonzalez, and Brian Edwards. Don't sleep. Mac loves his Brian Edwards pick, and I like him. Uh, Jake took Gronk, I think more of Homerism than actually thinking he's going to have a good year.
3: I will admit, there was some sentimental value there. And there was some emotion in that pick. I but think I saw him tear up whenever he whenever
0: he went up there and typed it in.
3: At the same time, I knew that was my last pick uh, because well basically for skill players because I had a defensive player I still needed to get, I still had to fill out my kicker and I was just like, I mean it's round 15. I don't expect him to be top four round material, but I'm like, who knows? I mean, I, it could pan out. I mean, it's Tom Brady. But I also, we'll see because I do think there are a lot of mouths to feed in Tampa Bay and a, a lot that are younger and more talented than he's, Rob Gronkowski at this point.
1: He's at least a player that, you know, you can see week one or two and see how he's being used in the offense. And if they're giving him a huge role in the offense, you know, he's, Great for the fifteenth round, but if not, you can
0: drop him and pick up the new hotness out there on the way. I'm more worried about if he's going to keep his WWE belt or not. Yeah. So that'll be the most interesting thing to me about Gronk's year.
3: I think he's going to lose it, and I think that's going to motivate him. <laughs> so that, I really took that into
0: account as well. Uh, Alex, any thoughts on anything this round? Uh,
2: no, no. no
0: oh, wise words from Max Groper. He didn't want con- to. Say about Brian he didn't want to compliment Max Pick of Brian Edwards. Yeah. All right, 16th round, Mack follows up the Brian Edwards pick with Boston Scott. Then we have Jordan Poyer, um, Carson Wentz, Greg Zerline, Damian Harris, Cam Newton, John Brown, Robbie Gold, Joe Burrow, and Chris Boswell. Thoughts on this round? We're definitely getting more kicker heavy as the time goes on. I was wrong. I still had a backup quarterback to fill. But yes, same thing. You didn't
3: even fill the last defensive player, right? No, I did, but the, I knew when I drafted, uh, I think it was Fred Warner, he was on the COVID list. So that's, yeah. Um,
1: I mean, out of this round, I think John Brown.
0: I like John Brown a lot here. Yeah.
1: Um, you know, with Diggs taking the pressure off of him and allowing him to be the wide receiver too again, um, if Josh Allen takes a step forward as a passer and they – have to pass the ball some more. I mean, John Brown's the kind of guy who can catch three balls and get 80 yards and a touchdown. So he, he's he got some big play potential out of the 16th round that I really like. Um, there's a couple quarterbacks in here who I think are big upside guys. Carson Wentz, we've seen it before. Cam Newton, we've seen it before. And Joe Burrow, we haven't seen, but um, he's got all the skill set to – to be a, a very good fantasy quarterback. So, I think those are great picks. And, you know, it's just the all-around um, big swing for the fence kind of round besides my Boston Scott insurance pick. I
0: like the Boston Scott pick, but the only thing that kind of kept me hesitant is he's hurt or is he sick on the COVID list right now? Because they said that uh, ten or one of the guys, uh, Corey Clements, is like running with the ones right now. So, yeah. what's wrong with Boston Scott? Do you know?
1: Yeah. Um, no, I do not.
0: Know. Oh well, not a very good GM. You're not, you're, not,
1: <laughs> sir, you're not gonna disclose. I'm not drafting Corey Clement, though. <laughs> okay, well, I don't. I wouldn't <laughs> blame you there. He he has no value.
2: Uh,
0: All right, uh, Alex. Any thoughts on this? Like, I think everyone likes your John Brown pick here in the sixteenth.
2: Yeah, I was kind of surprised he was there. Um, I do like the Cam Newton pick. I think there's a very good chance that he just. I don't want to say changes culture. Obviously, he's a very different person than Tom Brady, but I think he can definitely shine in Belichick's offense.
3: I think Belichick is going to be thrilled to be able to do so many new things that he has never been able to do. I mean, no
0: way, you have Tom Brady. like they were able to run like the like the pass plays to Tom Brady to catch him. Like they can't do that with Cam Newton, uh, except for when Tom Brady couldn't catch the dang ball and we lost the
3: Super Bowl because of it. <laughs> <The Lombardi training. laughs> But yeah, I think I think it's gonna be fun to watch.
0: I said at least you get to cheer for him, but that's the only patriot you have, isn't it?
3: Um. Wow, I guess I almost just said Gronk because. <laughs> I thought that's sad, but value. but yeah. anyway, I no, I got James White. Oh yeah, you're right. But yeah. All
0: right, so um, we'll go on to the last two rounds. Round 17, we got. Uh, Alan Lazard, T. Higgins, Rashawn Evans, Alexander Madison, Demario Davis, Jabril Peppers, Paris Campbell, uh, Fairburn, I don't know how to pronounce his Kaimi. first name, Kaimi, uh, Daryl Henderson, and Matthew Stafford. Um, I love the value of Matthew Stafford here. That's a guy that you yeah. can start. Um, I, like, uh, I like Alexander Madison, 17th round. I just didn't like, I don't like grabbing my own handcuffs, I like grabbing other handcuffs. Demario Davis was a guy that I would probably have taken if Jake hadn't taken him right before me. Um, um, The one pick I don't like is Rashawn Evans. I feel like if you're going to take a Titans linebacker, take Jayon Brown. I think he he gets more tackles.
1: Yeah, he leveled up last year Um, with the other injuries in the defense. He really showed that he can be the the main linebacker for Tennessee. And Rashawn Evans, you know, he's kind of one of those – Guys, needs to get a couple sacks to have a really good week. Um,
0: Usually I don't see a lot of middle linebackers that are getting tons of tackles, at least not when they're playing in a 3-4 defense. They're usually like the run stoppers or the gap fillers. It's the outside linebackers that are usually ones making the tackles. Yeah. But Jake, Alex, any thoughts on this round?
2: Uh, With Rashawn Evans, I think they were talking about him actually on passing downs playing in the interior of the line. Mm -hmm. So it really takes away from a lot of the tackles he could have.
3: Yeah, Demario Davis. I'm glad I took him just before you, but I was surprised because he, at least on my rankings for players, I had him bookmarked. Like when I was picking my first two guys as possibility, and that was rounds before, and he still just hung around. I was happy to see him there.
0: So he was a guy I thought could slip to me, but obviously I was wrong. Jake, you were was,
3: you were one pick wrong.
0: Yeah, I Daryl Henderson pick too, just in case you think. Uh, Anything happens in the LA backfield, and he could be a guy that you get. Uh, so now we're to the last round. Um, we have Jared Cook go last for Mac. Mike Williams go to Michael. Corey Davis, Javion Clowney, Young Young Hoku, uh, Rodrigo Blankenship, Brian Hill, Bryce Love, Tua Tagovailoa, and KJ Wright. So, final thoughts on the final round.
2: What do we think about the quote-unquote steal of the draft, Tua? What What do we think about that?
0: I mean, if you're willing to let him burn a bench spot for the first eight weeks or so of the yeah. of the league, then maybe. Yeah. But I mean, is Neil willing to? I mean, is Neil willing to hold him on the bench for that long? I don't know. Maybe he thinks Tua. Right? Maybe he thinks Tua starts week two, and then uh, Tua just you know just goes off, and he gets to trade Tua and keep Joe Burrow and. Whoever else he's got at quarterback.
2: No one gets to just pass up Ryan Fitzmagic like that. It just it it does not happen.
0: Uh, Mac, any thoughts on anything this round? I like the Bryce Love pick from Ethan. I let him know I think he needed a confidence boost, so I told him I like the Bryce Love pick.
1: Yeah. Bryce Love has opportunity. Um, I think he's gonna struggle to split carries with Peyton Barber, and I do think Antonio Gibson's gonna get the. Majority work in that backfield, but you know. Breslow
0: was t- was talented in college, and that's something you can't say about Peyton Barber. Peyton Barber, no one has ever put talented and Peyton Barber in the same sentence, unless they were saying not before the talented part. Yeah, but he's experienced. Yeah, Jake, All any right. thoughts on this round? Sorry, Alex, I'll get now, to you next. To interrupt you, fellas.
1: Okay, through the first three rounds, this is a really weird draft here. Um, a lot of people picking Jesus, like dude, homers. Man, he's got I've the got, three
0: three top ten running backs.
1: Edwards, Alaire, Josh Jacobs, Kenyon Drake, and Joe Mixon still available. Should I just go no ahead and line no up? go ahead and
0: get Kenny Galladay and DJ Moore?
3: I, I say get Mixon and Mixon, trade him. I can just play. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I can Nobody trade him can potentially. Your potentially. Backs. <laughs> you're <Everybody's laughs> going to be able to get a top receiver. And I can also from
1: play Mixon. you know three best oh. matchups out of my my top yeah. four running backs. Okay, yeah.
0: Now, now I think about it. Go Mixon. You, there's there's enough good receivers in the middle rounds for you to be fine. Yeah. Uh, so uh, so, so Mac Mac has drafted, oh. Mac is drafting another league. He's got Joe Mixon, Kenyon Drake, Josh Jacobs, and Clyde, Edwards. Clyde Edwards-Helaire. It's his four running backs.
1: It's a family league, you know. It's not that competitive. i I saw Marvin Jones go at the beginning of the third round. So.
0: <laughs> well, you love the Marvin Jones pick. All right. I do, just not in front of Kenny Galladay. All right, so um, I'm going to give a little thoughts on my uh, on my thoughts of the round. Uh, Mike Williams is hurt. I don't know. I mean, Michael's a doctor, but I guess he doesn't. He doesn't keep up with the injury news. Um, Corey Davis. I mean, I love Corey Davis. Like I'd wish him well, but you really—he's uh, like the third, maybe the third or fourth target in the Titans' offense. Like I don't really want. I don't really want him. And Alex. Yeah, I I'd say John is definitely before him. So I don't. I mean, if Alex is hesitant on a Titans player, then that means. You, it's probably I think we're
3: all getting the cart before the horse on Jadavian Clowney. we li- hes a free agent, people. He's a free agent.
0: Get—he uh, well, hasn't signed the contract get, yet. Michael, Michael hasn't—Michael has not announced that this deal is done. So, we'll <laughs> wait. We'll wait till Michael gets him. Um, but yeah, Maybe like-
3: Tyler had some inside info from Michael's inside info.
0: Maybe, maybe there's a the Chicago team. beat writer that was maybe talking they about phone. Maybe they
3: had a little alliance going between the Zoom callers that we weren't aware of.
0: Being, there was there Zoom was Zoom a Google Meet where Tyler and Neil were talking to each other. And Michael was in there at one point where they were all in there together. And it was the wrong one. It was not the one that I was in because it wouldn't let me back in. It. So, maybe they could have talked about it then. but And Michael didn't want to disclose that information to us. But, uh, I said, I mean, Brian Hill being a backup running back... Alex said he was going to handcuff all of his guys, and he did for the most uh, part. Yeah. Except for, Henry. Except for Derek he just Henry. Go down, right? Yeah.
3: I was really disappointed that I had to slip to Rodrigo instead of Young Wei Koo. Mm.
0: You really swiped Young him out. Ho Koo, man. Swiped
3: him the out from like... Hoku, <laughs> man. That's
0: going to change the league. Yeah, Max says he dropped his kicker three or four rounds before.
3: Yeah, I, w- I was really banking on Young Wei in the last round, and
0: you just, right. Right. Me. I, you know, I <laughs> I love drafting kickers in the in the in the uh, dang uh, what am I trying to say the 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 domes. Yeah. <laughs> I do love drafting kickers in the last round too. But uh, all right, so we've we've gone through the whole draft. Um, the rosters are up on ESPN. So now I ask you a simple question: Who do you think is the best team, and who do you think is the worst team? Let's, let's hurt some feelings, boys. Um, Mac, what's going to go first? I don't know. Um, I've got
1: a bit of homerism in me, but I think that it's a close tie between Hunter and I for the best. Um, I'll let Hunter take the close second. Because um,
2: you like the same player. <laughs> <isn't
1: laughs> that yeah, does, that does help. That's why, that's why I say, I mean, take it with a grain of salt, but – um, I think probably the worst draft. Um, I'm gonna give it to Richard, and that's just really because I have no confidence in that Fournette pick. I think Ronald Jones could surprise people and make it very difficult for Fournette they to win. They drafted Keyshawn
0: that Vaughn pretty high.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just I I think. The Fournette thing is just. He wouldn't have, he wouldn't have
0: been after a thought if they don't get Winter Fournette, though, I don't think.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. It's just. And strong, there's yeah, there's just too many people. <laughs> he made that could go the other way. But with that being said, I've got to go catch family dinner. So it's been a pleasure right. chatting with you fellas. Um, looking forward to a good season. Yes, sir. Um, roll tide. I hope you're excited about going all in one that first <laughs> week, though? Yes, sir.
0: We, we love we we love uh, draft uh, first round uh, smack talk. <laughs> All right, Jake, best team and worst team, go on ahead.
3: Um, I'm gonna start with worst. I I'm gonna say worst, and I mean for before I say anything, no championships are handed out on draft day. I'm a firm believer in that. You have to make some solid pickups on the waiver wire, and the way these teams look at the beginning. Is not how they're going to look at the end. And you got plenty of busts and sleepers in there that we don't even realize. But with that being said, I'm going to say Michael. I'm just.
0: Michael is the worst team? Michael's the worst
3: team, in my opinion, on draft day. Lamar, he's good. I don't think he's going to be what he was last year. It's just me, maybe. I don't know. But I just don't see it being at the same level. Mixon and Le'Veon Bell are solid guys. But, those are your, like, I I wouldn't want either of them as my RB1. Devontae Adams is solid, but past that, I mean, you got Kittle, but I think you were talking to Hunter about tight ends. I'm Hunter. What did I say? You were talking to Hunter. No, I'm saying Hunter. I'm Hunter. I was talking to myself. No, I was, or I was talking to Hunter. Okay. Alright, sorry. And, uh... (laughs) Talking about tight ends in, in this league, I know I drafted Gronk, but um, I don't know. It's just I think a lot of times on the rankings, they're higher than what they actually are because most leagues have a tight end slot, and we don't necessarily have to have a tight end. So I think they're overvalued in our league a little bit in the draft. So I'm going to say Michael as the worst team. Best team besides myself. Uh
0: I mean you can. Mac Mac That's picked better. himself, That's so better. Well he said you two, so yeah. I guess it's Nick it can need there. Jake was so busy trying to tear apart Michael <laughs> that he did not have his best team ready.
3: <laughs> I mean, I just tough to find somebody as good as my team.
0: Maybe we should skip me for now. All right, so Jake just wants to give his worst team. Alex, are you prepared or do you need me to go? I have my best and worst. Okay, I want you to go. okay so I'm going to – I think it's, it's scary how much me and Mac think alike considering how different we are. Um, but I think – I mean, other than myself, I like Mac's team a lot. Um, just having – I think he's got two really good RB1s and he's got two really good receivers in Amari Cooper and Kenny G. Um, I think the worst team is Richard just because I think he took a lot of shots. Um, I think he got some value a little bit later on, but his running backs are just kind of – kind of scare me. Um, so I would say Richard is the worst, and then I would say Mac as the best. Um, just like I said, we like a lot of the same players, um, so that usually helps. But um, like Jake said, it doesn't really matter which teams we like coming out of the draft because if you can't pick the players up off the waiver wire, or you make bad trades, or you make bad start set decisions, your team may not uh, do as well as you thought coming out of draft day. But uh, I would say Mac is the best, and Michael is the worst. Uh, Jake, you finished your best pick. Yet, or do I need to move on to Alex?
3: Um, I think I like Neil's team.
0: Obviously, Saquon
3: is a, a rock-solid pick. I like Julio. I like Juju now that Big Ben's back. I like Julian Edelman. I think he's still going to be solid this year. A lot of people are out on all Patriots, but I think he'll be good. Um, I just I like Neil's team looking at his starting lineup.
0: All right, Alex, you've bought your time. Best and worst team. Go hurt some feelings.
2: Worst team. I think I'm gonna have to go with you, Hunter, and oh. say Richard. Okay. Sorry, I guess I he scared. That me. Up. I was like, Oh, yeah, no, no, no. The worst I, team. Richard, just yeah, just the long shots there. I mean, you have Michael Thomas, you have Michael, or Mike Evans, you have Patrick Mahomes. Cup, obviously, but yeah, the, the running backs—they're just they're so iffy, and there's no depth. Like the third running back is Mac, man. That, yeah, that's, that's uh that may hurt you in the long run. You may pick up some really good waivers along the way, but um, yeah, that, that running back depth I think is really gonna really gonna hurt unless if Fournette really pays off. Man, I I just don't know who's better than me <laughs> in my roster. Man,
0: I just I can answer that. It's me. Ah, Jake just just said himself. That just
2: doesn't really work,
0: though. Ah. So Alex really cannot pick the best team. I gave him all that time, and he can't pick another team that he thinks is really good besides himself. Yeah, you were giving me crap.
3: You were giving me crap. I can at least humble myself.
0: Alex, I thought he was more humble than you, Jake, but it doesn't look that way. Well, you guys, if you drafted better. Then we'd be in a this is a. We got a no, lot of. No, honestly, wait. Hold on, I think we have a game. lot of confidence from the guy. They have a lot of confidence from the guy that's only won one championship, Jake.
3: You Guys, with your three. three that was a. That was a little that's bit okay. We do our talking outside the lines and inside the lines.
0: Well, me and Jake have a group message, but since it's just us three or us two that have won three championships, we're the only people out in the group message. So <laughs> whenever Mac, whenever Mac wins one, he can join the group message. Um, when we go like on year 22 or 23 somebody else is gonna have to win three so oh, that so that can, means that you
2: guys aren't going to win anymore. No, no I'm, not. I'm saying
0: they can join, they can join the three per, the three time oh, okay. three time oh, okay. champion, yeah. but then me and Jake can have like a four or five yeah. or six or seven. Not
3: not the we'll still be the administrators of the group because we'll by then have at least four or five. Yeah, and then we'll have a
0: separate four or five yeah. championship. Like right now we have a we have a championship group message. Alex just got joined into it, and it's not does not have Richard or Ethan or Tyler involved. Alex,
3: Alex is getting pledged still because he's new, but he's shaping up. He's shaping up.
0: Okay, Alex, so did you come up with your best team?
2: Honestly, as much as I hate to say it since he's sitting right across from me, I think it is Jake.
0: Hunter, oh, wow. <laughs> Alex, your voice got a deeper there. Thank you for the compliment. Uh, no, do you want to explain why you, why you picked Jake.
2: Uh, the confidence with the only two defensive players really helps. No, I it's think He's beast. I think the the fact that you have two really good running backs that can catch a lot of passes, and then really I guess I just should have said this up front: your pass catchers in general. My goodness, you have so many actually like target heavy people that you're gonna have consistency week in week out. I mean. Except, I mean, Will Fuller, uh, obviously on your bench. Boomer Bus. Boomer Bus, but you have, I mean, Godwin, Robinson, Allen, Landry. My goodness, yeah. um, I hate to say it once again, but you have a pretty good team. Depending
3: on Clyde edwards Delaire actually panning out, which I hope it it seems like.
2: Once again, kind of like what I was saying earlier earlier, (laughs) with Todd Gurley, just the fact that Patrick Mahomes spreads everything out. a layer can run he can catch a lot of passes my goodness as long as he gets his pass protection up he's gonna be a very good player
0: all right gentlemen it was a pleasure doing this with you i like this uh this having four people here hearing a lot of hearing a lot of people's different voices i know in the past i've like interviewed you about your past teams but like getting everybody's uh um Thoughts on everything and going round by round. I think I think that was a good idea. Hopefully, the people at home enjoy. Uh, I think I've got two. I think I've got. I think I've got three of the people here that actually listen to my podcast every time I put it out. So I
3: think anybody that has listened this long deserves two points. <laughs> two points extra on the first. We need a on week. One. We need a
0: secret word so that way we know that they listen this long. Omaha. No, that's that's too easy for the Peyton lovers. Well, why is it up to me to think of the word? Bessie. Bessie is the secret right, Bessie. word. B- how do you spell it? B-E-S-S- I-E. I-E. B-E-S-S-I-E. Bessie. B-E-S-S-I-E. Right.
3: If you come to Hunter, if you text Hunter Bessie, you get two points. I mean, I'm making the executive decision. I'm not the commissioner.
0: But he's I'm, not the commissioner. He's, he's on the committee.
3: But I'm so making it. I'm making it right now. Huh? How does this even happen? Like, can you actually do that?
0: I mean, I'm the, I can do anything. I'm the league I'm manager. I'm the commissioner. I, I could. <laughs> hey, I'm I'm assistant to the league manager. All right, Dwight. <laughs> I, 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 I could do the home field advantage, you know, for the playoffs, and just make sure that, well, so we don't get it because we're we're involved in the podcast. Yeah, no.
3: But I think two points unless – well, actually, I'm playing you week one, right? Yeah, so, okay, so that works for
0: me. Yeah, we can both get so, two points. <laughs> there's, there's ours, two points. Ours, are ne- ours are negated. Yeah, and Mac and Alex he's are negated. Mac, so, he, so we're all negated. He could also – He'll listen, listen, listen to the podcast. He'll no, listen. but
3: Mac doesn't count. He, it's fine. Yeah, Mac's he
0: still. was he's a part of it, so he's obviously going to listen. So uh, ours negate. So if, uh, if Ethan, fun. Mike, Neil, Tyler, Richard, or Mike want to uh, – be if y'all want two extra points, obviously it's not gonna happen. I'm just gonna let Jake think he's that powerful. But uh if you want two extra points the keyword is Bessie. The keyword is Bessie. I might give you an extra fab dollar. That's what I'll do. I'll give you an extra fab dollar. I'll give you an extra fab dollar. That could that could make or break. You win by one fab dollar and that's that's gonna be the deal breaker. But uh yeah I said me and Mac or We'll probably go over the week one We'll go over the week one preview uh, here in a few days. Uh, hopefully I haven't run y'all off and y'all have listened this long, but uh, I appreciate these fellas for uh, sticking it through with me. This is their first time being on the podcast in person, so I uh, didn't know how they'd like it, but they looked like they enjoyed it. Uh, I enjoyed having them, enjoyed breaking everything down with them. It's a lot better than just hearing my voice a long time, but... Uh, Like I said, keyword is Bessie for one extra fab dollar. B-E-S-S-I-E. And then I will talk to you guys later. Happy draft day. Good luck this season.